0: Hey everybody, President Willie here with a little update. As you may know, we record the episodes in advance of when they're uploaded. This episode was recorded before the events of Minneapolis and around the world took place. Scott and I live in Minneapolis and fully stand with the Black Lives Matter protests. Therefore, this episode is coming out a bit late as we spend time in our communities this week. In our next episode, we'll talk about our thoughts, share the news of the week, And deep dive into the top stories surrounding all of these events. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode.
1: All right, welcome to the front podcast of the internet. How are you doing, Willie?
0: I'm doing great, Scott. I have too much energy drink in me. How are you?
1: (laughs) I have zero energy drink in me, although I wish I could have it. How is that G fuel fueling your G? It hits the spot, if you will. All right. What have you been up to this week? I've had a, a little bit of an interesting week to share with all of our listener.
0: Hi, hi Mom. How is my week, Ben? Do you want to tell me about yours yeah. or do you want me, to tell me, want me to tell you about mine?
1: Well, I was just being polite, but yeah, I definitely do want to talk about mine. Okay, Scott, hit, hit, me, hit me with it. All right. So this week I found out that I might be able to get a cat.
0: Tell me, tell me more. I'm excited about this. If you guys don't know, Scott... Is allergic to cats, or what he says he's allergic to cats? I
1: still don't believe him. I'm pretty sure we've already talked about this on the podcast. How I am deathly allergic to cats.
0: Yeah, but hold oh, on. It, uh... There is a place you visit that has
1: cats, and you continue to visit them and not die. I take a Zyrtec, and that gets me one to three hours. But no. after that, I I start. What's what's it? What's it called? Convulsing? As, asphyxiation? Dying? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I start dying. <laughs> but the good people at Purina, unofficial podcast sponsor, have decided to come out with a food that will lessen the dander of cats in three weeks. Three weeks time.
0: That's it? It's only three weeks?
1: Yeah. And they also have a dry shampoo that you can just rub all over the cat to help with the rest of it. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be like 47% reduction in dander. That's so this z- is big news. That is big news.
0: I wonder, though, would you take something, you you specifically, as a human male, would you take something to make uh, your hair grow differently or to make your body smell differently? Like, would you consume something to change your physical nature?
1: If there was something out there that I could consume that would make me grow hair on the top of my head, probably, does it also make me shit my brains out?
0: No, but you're, I mean, you're going to have to start, you're going to have to start braiding
1: your nutsack hair. <laughs> oh, so all my hair grows out. There's, it's, it's just all or none. Have you, have you seen Kill Bill, the first one? Of course.
0: Oh, it might be Kill Bill too. Remember when he, sh- when, remember when she shows up at the, at like the, the temple and there's that dude with the giant white beard? Mei. yeah, absolutely. That's going to be your balls. You're just going to whip it up okay. over your, whip it around dramatically
1: over your shoulder. <laughs> I'll just throw some Viking braids in there. I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah. Just get yourself ready for the new Assassin's Creed. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know, Scott. I'm I'm genuinely tempted to get this. Cost-wise, it doesn't really matter. I've spent $10 on food. I've spent $75 on cat food. By the way, Bandit hit nine years old yesterday.
1: Yeah. Happy birthday, Bandit.
0: We threw him a birthday party as cat, as you might do for cats. For the first time, I guess nine is probably the best time to do it. If anything, this is his reaction to the fire.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, for those of you who can't see, a bandit is trying to put out the fire or give it a high five. One of the two.
0: On Yeah, he's trying to kill it. What, what we didn't realize were the candles that we bought were self-lighting. So after you light it, you blow it out and they relight themselves after a split second. Oh,
1: I thought so, when you took it out of the package, it just turned on.
0: Not all of us can just get turned on. Some of us need enhancements first. <laughs> So I we put wet food in a bowl or on a plate. We set it down. We lit the candle. He wanted to murder it. So then I blew it out, and then it put smoke everywhere. Then he ran away, and then it relit itself. And he came back and he tried to attack it. But I am really tempted to buy this food, give it a shot, because in a couple of months when I move, it might be nice to have a cat where it doesn't impede your ability to come over. You could be my focus. That would be really cool.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I know. It's about twenty bucks a bag. How big and are they? And the shampoo, yeah. That I didn't look. Okay. I just saw overall cost. And the shampoo is, I think, I think 15 bucks a bottle or something like that. Do you have to do the Who shampoo knows? often? I don't know. How often do you bathe your cat? Zero. Oh. He they bathe himself. themselves, don't they? Yeah. You, I always wondered about that. Cats lick their assholes and then lick themselves all over. So are you just petting its asshole all the time?
0: Yeah. He also licks out of the toilet, too. He drinks, he likes clean water out of the toilet. Even though I, change his water dish like once or twice a day. He just wants the toilet. But he, like their, their tongues are like sandpaper, dude. So it's not going to be a big deal.
1: Well, it's going to be clean. We'll see. We'll test it out. It, it actually came out a couple weeks ago. No, months ago. It came oh. out in February. And I just found out about it. But it's kind of exciting because we've always been a cat and dog family, but never lived in a place where we could have either so when we move, it will be maybe both. Are right you? Away.
0: Are you guys thinking of getting animals?
1: We're, yes, but not until a move happens from our current place because it's just too small right now.
0: I could, if I am your sample test feed, start feeding Bandit, and then when you guys move, I can bring him over. You have your clean space. I can set him there, and we can are find you out. Freak out, huh?
1: Will he freak out and like mark his territory?
0: No, he doesn't pee on anything. He is—he'll get mad. He'll be really mad, and you won't be able to talk to him for a little bit. But he doesn't shit or piss on anything. He—I okay. have had roommates whose cats have done that, and it's really annoying. Uh, but this cat, no, nah, he doesn't
1: really care. He's chill. Good. I love him. He's so cute.
0: He's sleeping. He's—he's he's our host. On a different note, so scientifically proven to help help things, right? Do you believe the doctor? Scott?
1: Yes. I have several doctors. Well, not always, because there's always second opinions, right? Sometimes you go to a doctor and he's like, you should do this. And you're like, well, maybe that's not the best for me. So I've gotten second opinions before. I believe what they're saying is true medically, but sometimes for me, I will go to find a doctor who's like, yeah, maybe we should try another route.
0: Let Let's simplify this more. So I think that's fair, right? When you get to the doctor, when it's finally time for you to see that general practitioner or that specialist, put on that robe, give or take over. a little bit of degrees here and lube up the thumb and let it, let it in, I believe that at a doctor at that scale, you can trust their opinion, but it's sometimes, it, depending on the severity, it's worth getting a second opinion. On the other hand, when the nurse takes your blood pressure... Do you believe that they took your blood pressure? Yeah, sure. Because that's pretty Why, damn easy, you? right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, in our face palm this week, there's a post that said, We when you believe politicians over doctors. And this doctor, Ryan Marino, posted on Twitter. It says, I've been called a lot of names and accused of a lot of things by ER patients, but it's surreal to have a patient accuse me of falsifying their COVID test because they don't believe the virus is real, as I'm actively trying to keep them from dying from multiple organ fail- failures from COVID-19.
1: It's just really sad. It's sad that people don't believe it exists because they can't see it, or it hasn't happened to somebody that they know. There was a really big Facebook post, I think, last week or the week prior, where somebody had just been saying the same exact thing, that it's not real. And then both he and his wife got it. And at the time of the post, his wife was in critical condition and it wasn't looking good. But he recanted and said, like, this is very real. You should take every single precaution that you can, because it's not something I would wish on anyone.
0: Yeah, there was the the post of the, the teacher who kept showing, like, every single uh, day she would post another update. Here's where I'm at. Here's how I'm feeling. Inevitably, until she passed away... But it was just really eye-opening to watch as this happened. It was a video I saw on TikTok that was super emotional. I, I do want to make light of one of the top comments on this post. It says, it reminds me of this story of a guy being evaluated by a psychiatrist. He believes he is not alive, some sort of walking dead, which I've heard of. So the psychiatrist asks the patient if dead people can bleed. Of course dead people don't bleed is the answer. Then the psychiatrist takes out a pen knife, runs it across the patient's palm. Beads of blood start to form in the small cut. The patient looks down and up at the psychiatrist with a look of wonder. Well, I guess dead people do bleed. Duh. I think there's a certain point where, you, where there are people that it's not worth creating an argument over. It's not worth investing your time and energy trying to fight somebody who's just never going to get it. It's like I made the call this week. It's been on top of my mind that for somebody who's a flat earther, I'm just not going to give you the time of day anymore.
1: I was kind of hoping the doctor would then slice his own palm open and then like make a blood pact with the guy, but yours went in a much dumber direction.
0: Oh, that's fair. They're not Uh, lifeblooders. And yes,
1: (laughs) yes, the walk is real. There's been several seasons of it on AMC. Watching after what season four or five? Really? There's no point anymore.
0: I stopped watching after the iconic scene where he goes, Carl, that was probably
1: season one. I, I used to work with a guy named Carl and he always repeated that because people kept saying it to his face. And so he just got it out of the way every time he greeted somebody.
0: Did he just have like a, like one of those like John Cena buttons on his phone? And anytime somebody would walk up, he'd be like, hi, my name's Carl. Pretty much. Yeah. What do you think? There, there was a, a quote that you would always tell me when we would go on our our walking adventures where I can't remember what movie it's from or what they say, but it's this idea that like this person goes up to somebody, says like I hate you, I do this, and then that person says, I don't think of you at all.
1: Oh yeah. That's from Mad Men. Or at least the meme is from Mad Men. And he's in the elevator with somebody and they say like you admin must think you must think like you're hot shit and we we're, we're just a bunch of lowly blah blah blahs. And yeah, his response is, "I don't think of you at all
0: <laughs> i'm I'm at that point in my life, Scott, where I'm going to just stop considering these people that have these outlandish views to to even be worth thoughts
1: in my brain. But seriously, folks, can we talk about how big that last call of duty update was? How big was it? I think it was was it like eighty gigs? It for was just one map yeah
0: i uh, I was having a debate about this earlier this week. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a little insight into what happens and the reason it's so large when you do that update. Tell
1: me about tell me about the size,
0: Willie. I'm gonna tell you and why size matters. I'm gonna tell you exactly why size matters. And at the end of this story, what you're gonna find out is size doesn't matter. So when 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 the update wants to fill your wants to fill you up, you need to accept the 80 gigabytes, right? You you take that in. All of it, if you can.
1: Now, some people only have a very small space to try and squeeze in these games, right? Well, if that's the case,
0: you got to get a bunch of other stuff out of of it. Take some other things out of your cavity first. Unclutter the mess. Clean yourself up. uh, Take a douche to the SSD. And then, once you insert it, what you're going to find, Scott, is the previous tenant that was taking up that space. The previous version of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. It goes away.
0: So you're not taking up any more or less space. You're only redoing the game. They don't do what are called delta updates. I think that's the, the term they use, where it's only sending over the specific delta of change between what's on your system and the new things that they add. For whatever reason, we'll call this company Activision. Fictitious, fictitious name.
1: Very fake name, yes.
0: They send over the whole game. Every single time. So, f- so if you have a data cap, well, you're going to be fucked every single time you want to update this game. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Why the hell are internet service providers finally giving us data caps on downloads and uploads? Are we really taking up that much more space?
1: I think it, it's kind of been set uh, as a precedent ever since all of the phone companies started making your minutes and text messages free and only charging you for the data because they saw where the moneymaker was. And I guess those are the only lines that take up any sort of room in the virtual internet highway.
0: Man, it's such a bummer.
1: So speaking of bummers, you know what's also a huge letdown?
0: Other than my career? I'm just kidding. I feel good about it. What's up?
1: The amount of fruit that you get in your cereal. Ooh, what do you mean?
0: Now my mine are in the shape of of like marshmallows right that's a that's a fruit
1: a marshmallow marshmallow is a fruit if it has seeds in it ooh okay
0: I'm gonna just put some seeds in there like chia seeds
1: there you go it's a fruit anyway this week in our mildly interesting somebody opened up two boxes of special K with strawberries and they separated the two ingredients, if you will. And if you look at this picture, it looks like there is 95% corn cereal and only 5% of dehydrated strawberries. Willie, what are we getting screwed over by more? The data industry or the cereal industry?
0: You know, if you keep going up the
1: chain, Scott, they're probably the same. Yeah, there's only like seven companies that own the world. And run the world.
0: I I love the the utopian future that the show Upload tries to describe with the Oscar Mayer AT and T or Verizon Taco Bell. Verizon. Yeah, this all reminds me of that. Where all right, hey, let's just mix the food industry and the telecom communication companies, and guess what? We're probably going to get. I I mean, that seems like a reality in the future.
1: I agree. I think Demolition Man has uh, kind of predicted the future. And, you know, since all these mom and pop restaurants are having to close, like we're only going to have major conglomerates uh, feeding us in the future. Oh, man, that seems too soon.
0: I have been for the last two, three weeks, I have been going through the Noom app. We talked about this in an earlier episode, I think. If it got cut, Noom is essentially a, an app that partners you with professional psychiatrists to help with eating habits, workout habits, general fitness, I think the big challenge for me is that I like I get distracted with other stuff and I don't find the time to to really focus on what they're teaching me. But they talk about calorie dense food. Do you know what that
1: is? Food that is dense in calories.
0: Yeah. Yep. You, you nailed it. Never mind. See you later. So let me All just right. give...
1: that's, that's our podcast for this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's say I have five grapes. And then I have five raisins. Mm -hmm. I'm just removing the water. So you have five raisins. You have five grapes. Which one has more calorie density? Same Uh, nutritional facts between the two.
1: The raisins because the water's been removed. Yes. So Leaving only the calories.
0: (laughs) This app is encouraging you to eat foods that have less calorie density. So like a, a big plate of spinach, a bunch of grapes, Essentially, it says like, hey, oh, if you're struggling to consume enough food to where you're feeling satiated in the day, stop getting dried fruit. Stop getting this stuff that's like really calorie dense and start getting things that have more fullness to them.
1: Oh, like more fiber, more water, yeah, etc.
0: Yeah. And I just think like when, when I think about this cereal, there's many other lessons that I'll I'll keep behind the paywall now that I'm inside of that. Where they talk about, like, you just shouldn't have this cereal in the first place. Not only does it have dried fruit in it, but maybe you go to a different Special K, non, like, the just the bland stuff, and then you just cut strawberries and throw it on top.
1: That sounds like a much better idea to me. And it probably sounds I don't even- like it would taste a lot better. Definitely. Now, I don't think I've eaten dry cereal in, ooh, maybe like 10 years. But did you grow up eating... Like fun cereal. My parents only allowed me to have Honey Nut Cheerios as our fun cereal. And maybe twice a year they would buy us a a box of Tricks or something.
0: When you would go over to friends' houses, would you see those other things that you weren't allowed to buy? Like Cinnamon Toast Crunch?
1: Uh, I didn't have any friends.
0: Jesus, Scott, what kind of sad, depressing life did you lead?
1: Truthfully, though, I didn't have any friends' houses to go visit until sixth grade because I lived in an isolating neighborhood where it was on the edge of a school district. And so I went to a different school district than all of the people that were in my neighborhood.
0: Well, so for the rest of us
1: non-simps
0: out there, Scott, let me just tell you, when I would go over to a friend's house, we're using the word simp now, okay? It's in the vocabulary. It's there. You just accept it. When, when you would go over to a friend's house, you would always find just like a plethora of fun cereal. Apparently, us millennial types are killing that industry because none of us want to go buy that anymore.
1: Yeah, you want your avocado toast.
0: When, when's the last time you or somebody you know said, I'm going to go and I'm going to go buy a thing of Lucky Charms if they don't already have children?
1: I don't, I don't know. I, I can't say that. Well... If, if somebody has said that to me I'm also seeing the other lack of good nutritional choices they've made in their life
0: accurate I, I do have somebody that I work with who has said they, they go through an entire box of cereal between him his wife and their two three year old child they go through an entire box of or uh,
1: cereal a day that's a lot of sugar And good for them, right? Live your life, people. We're not here to fat shame or judge. It's just that Willie's trying to lose a few.
0: Yep. So I'm going to shame the
1: shit out of you, just not to your face. I don't know, man. I can't have it because I can't have salt. It will kill me. He's not wrong. I've been trying to poison him this whole time. So Willie, when you finally reach your fitness goals and you can unsubscribe from the Noom Noom Noombots, do you have any sort of like, Things you want to do activity wise, women <laughs> good, all right, can't blame me there, all right, but like maybe something that's like sports related, you know, do you want to be able to run a, a marathon or you know, do a triathlon, something exercise related that isn't with a partner?
0: Yes, I what is that? I would love. To, to be able to complete a Spartan race, one of the longer ones, I'll explain what that is here in a second, from start to finish and do every one of the obstacles on my own.
1: That's a really good goal. I like that goal.
0: If you haven't heard of a Spartan race, it's a, it's a OCR, an obstacle course race, anywhere from five to 13 miles with like 20 to 30 obstacles, like climbing over things, barbed wire crawls, all that fun stuff.
1: Can you just run the race on like the easy level and not do the obstacles? Is that part of it?
0: Hey, there's a kids' race. You
1: could go do that, Scott. I was gonna say because I would just win if I didn't do all the obstacles. If I just ran by them all,
0: I'm gonna get you to do one of these races with me. I think you'd have a lot of fun doing them.
1: If they look a lot of fun. If I can, uh, if I can short my left knee, I would be in.
0: Dude, I I don't think that's a fair excuse. One of the first races I did, we were in Vegas. It's 90 degrees out in the damn desert. And there was a dude on crutches the whole race, 10 miles, because the dude just had hip surgery.
1: Okay, I don't have an excuse for that. Then. But anyway, have you ever wanted to do a backflip?
0: I have 100% always wanted to do a backflip.
1: There is a dude who did one and then he did it again. And then he did it again. And then he did it again. He did a backflip every 15 minutes. From sunrise to sunset, just to create a cool video that people would give him internet karma for. And it's on our next fucking level. How
0: many backflips is
1: that? I don't know. I'm bad at math. Why are you asking me this? Now I'm on the spot and I feel shriveled.
0: Uh, well, first, I, I can do this math for you, Scott. This is, this is easy math. There's four flips in an hour, 15, 15 30, four flips,
1: yeah, four flips in an hour.
0: How many hours so from let's sunrise do to sunset? Hours. 12 hours? 12.
1: 12 hours, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m.
0: Okay, 48 backflips.
1: Round out 50 backflips. All right. And he did it over, it looks like it's over several days because his clothes change. And I don't know what his goals are, but it's just amazing. And I think you should see it as something that, you know, in terms of what we're both working towards on our own personal fitness journeys. It would be cool to do a backflip. I've always kind of uh, been apprehensive about going upside down, even on something as cool as a roller coaster, which I love. But just like the gravity sloshing all of the liquid inside of your brain (laughs) and throwing you around. As someone who gets dizzy because of my Meneers, like that kind of Fs with my head. But yeah, it's just so cool and so impressive. Remember when we used to work out outdoors, Mm -hmm. when you could go outdoors? And we used to do those wall stands Yeah, back when we were super fit. That was like the closest uh, I will ever get to a backflip, I'm sure, unless I can start doing super cool chin-ups where I just backflip out of it after the last one.
0: Yeah, I, I remember those days. So Scott and I wanted to see if we could save some money, not go to the gym six days a week. And it was summer, it was beautiful outside. So we said, let's let's set a goal, let's get up every morning and let's just go to a park and try to come up with a workout that we can do outside. It was awesome. So it, it had a range of movements where every muscle group, it, let's say you wanted to do push-ups. So it would start against a wall, you do so many sets. If you could do three sets of 10, you moved on to the to the next thing, which might be on like a small little ledge or bench until you're doing regular push-ups, and then you kept going. Into handstand push-ups. So by the end, we're out there doing three sets of ten handstand push-ups.
1: Yeah, with our backs to the wall. So we had to do a front handstand to get up to the wall, and then we were doing handstand push-ups off of that. I don't even know what the next level was after that. I believe it was just like floating in mid-air push
0: It was no, it was one-handed. That was the next one. Oh, great.
1: There was always the one
0: that we couldn't do. Like there was one that had you like lay down um, on the ground and then you had to like pull up onto a bar. So almost as if like you're you're working out your back. Do you remember the very last one of that?
1: Uh, No. Was it one handed though?
0: No, it was. It was was probably one handed, but it was float your body in midair at a 90 degree angle parallel to wherever the bar was and then pull your entire body up.
1: Oh, that's right. It was like a almost like a reverse plank stabilization. Like we would have had to had the strongest core of any human.
0: Just just freaking kill me, man. I I really enjoyed that. I might if I still have the photo somewhere, I think I'll try to throw it up on on my Twitter so you guys can pop over there and take a look at it.
1: And tell us how far you've gotten because we can we can mark how far we made it and, you know, kind of work our way back up to that. But, but yeah, it's a huge list of things to try. And they're all bodyweight exercises too. So you can do them outside right now if, you know, if your gym is closed. But I highly recommend. We've never felt better doing them, even though it was kind of ridiculous looking to do them. But we didn't care.
0: Especially when there were children in the park with their parents and we're just two dudes just working out. Flex
1: on those kids.
0: Now, Scott, we've, as we get closer to that like reopen time... We've been consuming a ton of media, and one of the shows that you reached out to me, I remember this distinctly, And the very first week that we went into quarantine, you said, have you seen the show The Last Airbender, or Avatar The Last Airbender?
1: Right, yes. And?
0: So at the end of March, it became available on Netflix. Did you start watching it yet?
1: Yeah, I was going to say, at the time, it was only on something called Funimation, and we made a Funimation of that because it sounded ridiculous. But I have, and I have been consuming the shit out of it. Are you, are you past season one now? Yes. I'm, uh, I think I just passed the midway point for season two. And I am only judging that based on it was a two-part episode.
0: Great. So this post from Today I Learned, I want, I want to ask, I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to ask your opinions, because I'm on episode number five. I've had too many things going on in the last week for me to really fully invest my time here. They're short episodes. They're like 20 minutes, so it's easy to consume. Right. But it said, today I learned the uh, Avatar The Last Airbender won a Peabody Award for multi dimensional characters, unusually complicated personal relationships for a cartoon series, and a healthy respect for the consequences of warfare.
1: One of the reasons I really wanted to watch this show originally, and I don't know if we already covered it last time. So forgive me if this is uh, re- repetition, people, but Reddit is where I read and found out about. And saw so much love from the community for this show. So it was kind of always in the back of my mind, like, if I run out of things that are, I guess, you know, live action, I will, I'll duck down into a cartoon. So I watched The Clone Wars uh, a couple months back, the final season of that, because I had seen most of it and then I just decided to finish it out everybody and i didn't know what age they were you know everybody's any age when it comes to reddit and that's what's so cool about the community it was overwhelmingly positive when speaking about avatar the last airbender there was no like negative memes even everything everybody just loved it and so i was like okay that that'll be on my list and as soon as they announced it for netflix i i texted you like the same day that i found out about it and i have been thoroughly in from start to finish it is very good even for a cartoon would you
0: say you a season and a half in would you say like how would you rank this amongst other either animated shows or just shows that you've watched how would you rate this in terms of quality
1: before i answer that let me ask you this is this considered anime i don't think it is because i don't know who made it like if it's an american show made to look like in the style of anime? Let's find that out.
0: So it it premiered on Nickelodeon. In terms of genres, Wikipedia would say that it's action, adventure, fantasy, and comedy.
1: Okay, so I'm not going to compare it to any other anime style that I've watched in the past. I think the animation is kind of simple as a cartoon. Like, it's not the best I've seen. But... I'm also taking into effect the time period at which it came out. Right, which it it premiered
0: in 2005 was its original release on
1: Nickelodeon from Nickelodeon Studios. 15 years ago. The voice acting is great and there's a lot of people from other shows that I've seen that I recognize, which is really cool. And the story, the story is fantastic. Just like what it won those awards for, I would highly support that. It actually makes you feel it's not just like some mindless cartoon that you would normally see on Nickelodeon, but the stories are complex. And like you could remake this right now and probably keep the same storylines and they would have the same amount of impact from 15 years ago to this day.
0: As enough, a, as f- a fun aside, did you know that seasons two through three had Mark Hamill as a voice actor?
1: he was in season 1 too
0: not according to this but maybe oh
1: oh no he, was he supposed is to be.
0: it's just like a weird way that they do that. what who is he
1: he is kind of like the big bad
0: oh got it you me. don't okay. see
1: I, as as of right now i have not seen his face oh so okay. whatever they're building towards and i don't want to spoil anything for you whatever they're building towards like they're keeping him kind of I guess in the background for effect.
0: I like shows that do this. I think it's a really smart show. And especially being advertised as a kids television show, it was on it aired on Nickelodeon. It's a really yeah. impactful show. I I think it it hopefully has changed some outlooks or beliefs for people that are now in their 20s. Sure?
1: Sure. Yeah, I think I think I I guess the story today, like sometimes when you're watching something, you're like, all right, how's this going to play out? How's this going to end? So I made my guess today and I will reveal that once you catch up to where I am.
0: All right. That's my goal for the next episode, which means in the next episode, we're for sure going to talk about Avatar The Last Airbender or probably if I catch up.
1: And at the very end of us watching it, we will watch the critically acclaimed M Night Shyamalan film, which everybody's talking about. Signs? No, you didn't know M Night Shyamalan made a Avatar: The Last Airbender movie? Oh Christ, did he? Was it terrible? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. But people are talking about it, so we'll yeah, compare you know and contrast. They, you know what
0: they say, Scott? No, good. Good news is is no is is great news, even if it's bad news.
1: No good video game slash cartoon goes unpunished with a bad movie or something. Do you have an r slash unpopular opinion? Or maybe you're looking for some r slash relationship advice. Or perhaps you'd just like to r slash roast me. Either way, send us an email or reach out on social media. At Scott Carollo
0: and WildMN293 on Twitter. Or email us at subforthatpodcast at gmail.com. And like our namesake, there's always a sub for that. Never be are too afraid to ask.
1: Welcome to the front podcast of the internet, everybody. I'm your boy Scooter,
0: and I'm your boy Wally, and I'm God. I'll eat your family and all of it, <laughs> their brains. Jesus. <laughs>